Alrighty, baby. We back, dude. We're back. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into it, baby. It's the boys over at Man to Man Lifestyle Edition. Liam, what up, dude? You over there? I'm over here, man. I'm over here. I'm over All here. All right. Just checking, man. Before I start ranting, you know, just making sure you're alive and you're breathing well. You're looking good, brother. How are you? Feeling good. It's just like That's one of those days that you just wake up and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing like too overly excited. You just are feeling good. Your neck looks a little crooked, but besides that, you look beautiful, <laughs> dude. Appreciate you hanging out, man. We're excited because we have a super fun and entertaining interview lined up for you guys for this lifestyle episode. If you uh, if you missed the last interview, it was with Danny Jackal, Daily Dropout. She's killing it. She's got it going on. Check it out. But we are excited to bring on Johnny Drinks, TikTok account, John Rondi Sr. and John Rondi Jr. These guys are awesome, man. They're reaching out. A little bit over, it looks like 2 million followers on TikTok. They're doing their own thing, giving life advice, but they are known for, uh, you know, giving these booze reviews and cocktail reviews on TikTok. They're doing some great things over here, man. We are excited to be rocking with these guys. So please welcome in Johnny Drinks. Enjoy the interview. I don't always wake up in the morning, pull myself strong. Oh, but when I get lonely, I do. Your memory gets burning. Lean back on the bourbon Show as hell can't keep leaning on you Looks like I'm learning the hard way again It's all my fault Yeah, I dropped the ball You're gone and I'm gone Three sheets to the wind Just thinking about all I've wasted on you All of this time and all of this money All right. Once again, you're tuned in to the boys over at Man to Man on Dash Radio. We're excited to be sitting down and chatting with father-son duo, best known for their viral booze and cocktail reviews on their TikTok page, at Johnny Drinks, recently reaching 2 million followers. Congrats, guys. Please welcome in John Rondi Sr. and John Rondi Jr. John and Johnny, gentlemen, appreciate you coming on the show. How are we doing today? Good, man. Yeah, thanks for having us, bro. Absolutely. We're excited to chat with you guys, man. Uh, quick, quick shout out. Uh, happy belated birthday, John. Yeah, thank you. All right. We're doing some, yeah, we're doing some research on you guys. So I guess you guys re- recently reached 2 million, right? So it's a little birthday present, uh, I guess, on the side, man. We've been keeping up with you guys for a minute. I know a lot of eyes are are on y'all's page right now. How does it feel with just having such a large platform? I guess we'll just start there and you know, making videos every day, kind of talk to us how you got into this. And, and then again, how's it feel just having so many eyes on you? Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny, man, when you start. So I guess we'll start by telling our story a bit. We, this was out of nothing, right? We didn't really plan on doing this. Obviously it was uh, February, 2020. My dad was making a Manhattan cocktail. He was all dressed nice because we were going out to eat. This was right before quarantine. So um, I had TikTok on my phone for like a week and was like, you know, let me try to make this video chopped it up a bit, threw some French nacho in the background and sitting at dinner, I look at my dad, I'm like, oh, dude, we have like 20,000 views on this video. Like, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I showed my sister, I was like kind of bragging to her. And then that video went viral overnight or what I thought was viral. I had like 2 million views at the time. Uh, It was awesome, right? Like that, I think that sparked like 30,000 followers, which I thought was huge at the time, which is pretty funny looking back. 
Um, and then quarantine hit. So we had nothing else to do. So we're like, screw it. Let's just make cocktails every night. And that's what we did. Right. So we were a bit lucky in the sense of like, we didn't intentionally do this. We didn't have any lulls. We kind of just hit the ground running. And so now about two years, a little, I guess less than two years later, um, it, it's pretty cool, man. I guess you sort of lose grip of like how many people 2 million is sometimes you kind of just hit these milestones and you're like, okay, what's next? And we want to get to 10 million now. So mm-hmm. keep the train rolling. Um, but it is cool, man. Sometimes you got to take a step back and, and realize what you're doing. And especially now, because it's transformed into a little bit more of a fatherly advice, father, son duo page, instead of just making cocktails. So mm-hmm. if you read our DMS, the amount of, you know, the, the amount of impact we've had and him, yeah. especially the amount of impact he's had, on some people's lives is, is pretty special. It's profound, Andy and Liam, it's profound. And uh, John just summarized it in a nutshell. You know, this was something we did casually and, and truth is it's still casual for me because I have a full-time job, right? Although it requires a lot of time, it's changed. The, the, um, the audience has grown and that's one thing, but what's really more profound than anything is, I guess the depths that we penetrated through, right? We, we would have never expected to have 8 million views on the first video, let alone right. two, 2 million followers now, two years later. Right. Uh, but the content and the authenticity of what our page has now brought comes with now responsibility, right? So the responsibility right. in, uh, and I'm not speaking for him, but in his world, in his mind, you know, this is his job. This is his livelihood, right? In mine, I have an obligation to the young men and women uh, and kids that have reached out and said we, they, they love what they see. Um, they want to know a little bit more about me, what I do. And, and with that, pick my brain, grab a nugget. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's flattering. It truly is. And uh, things like this I enjoy doing. But I yeah. told John, I said, you know what? we turned a corner here and I'm, I'm, I'm in like, I'm obligated now. So the super peer uh, content web, I guess, live webinar, whatever you want to call it, interactive webinar, you know, that, that venue is going to allow me to talk with people and, and ask the last their questions and we'll just give some feedback and be mm-hmm. real and truthful. And, and uh, all the while I'm responsible in that I'm going to be careful, right. What I say, right. Because there are certain things that we got to kind of stay away from, and other things that are are more relative to to truly who are who we are, who are what our page is. I, I know Liam. Without getting too deep, it's funny because Liam and I we've been keeping up with you like I've been saying. We're without fathers, so we want to just call you dad, our dad, our right. dad, you know, <laughs> our own dad, and things like that. When we're watching your videos, we're numbers guys too, man. So it's kind of crazy to think about that first video just reaching so many numbers, and you know, a lot of other people that are content creators try to make these videos over and over to reach that kind of number. So it's awesome, and it's a father son duo, so it's unique. Yeah. You don't see a lot of that on TikTok. You guys had mentioned that you're trying to take your brand into more of, you know, just giving life advice. You know, you guys, and besides just tasting all these popsicle and, you know, alcoholic ice cream and things like that, life advice, how to, sh- uh, I guess, shine a shoe, right? Real estate <laughs> advice. Yeah. What's what's the, the the vision, the overall vision for the brand then? You know, you're trying to just expand and, and you know, maybe reach a, a higher audience, a new audience. Yeah. Like you said, it is a numbers game and it is funny how it works where you reach a point where it is super exciting. Like again, the first 30,000 followers 
felt way, I guess, more impactful than 2 million, right? We, I hit 2 million and I was kind of like, okay, what's next, right? When am I going to hit 2.1 and then 2.2 and eventually, right. like we said, 10 million, like it's just a part of the process. It's just adding different numbers or, or zeros to what you used to have. I think what really matters is, is really creating this brand as something that's more than just a, a social media page. You know, you see all these influencers that rely on the platforms that they're on. And then what happens when either A, the platform shuts down, as in an example for Vine, or B, you get replaced, right? We're a father-son duo. If the next guys up are better than us in some capacity and we're left behind, then where do we go, right? So I want to be able to solidify us as off-platform brand, you know what I mean? That comes from either doing things like TV series or expanding into our own platforms, like we mentioned, doing like an exclusive live session, doing stuff in person, um, selling specific things like products. We'll, 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 uh, we'll talk about that a bit later, but I think there are things that we could add a tremendous amount of value to and with um, that comes more than just making TikToks, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was going to ask you just kind of from the beginning, I guess it's more for Mr. Senior. That's how I'm going to um, introduce myself to you. Um, but uh, how were you always like fascinated and I guess making drinks? Do you have any like background in the service right. industry of that? Or is this just you being you and, and, and just making yeah. and figuring out what tastes good and what doesn't? You know what, Liam? Great question. And um, the reality of I'm not a professional mixologist. I am someone who is passionate about a lot of things. And I love to host. Um, anyone who knows us that enjoys watching us knows that what you see is who I am. Now, there's there's levels of it, right? Because as you get to know me more, you see a, a different level. Um, but the, the mainstream of, of what you see on TikTok and even through YouTube, that's my personality. I love to host. So if you come over to my house, you'll, you'll have a drink prepared for you. You'll have a nice meal. We'll have some conversation and some fun and, you know, have some laughs. That's how it goes. Um, our home is all open that way. And, and, and I've, I'm, I'm proud of a lot of things. And, you know, we had dinner yesterday as a family uh, for my birthday. Um, and, and this is the, by design, you know, I didn't grow up with what I have. I didn't grow up with your conventional mom and dad in the household. I had brothers, um, but it was different. You know, I grew up in a divorced home. So it was living with my mother and I was living with my father. And I was living back with my mother and then living back with my father and my grandmother. So it was very unconventional. The point is I, um, with my wife and only with the right partner, worked on and created this. And it's not flawless. It's full of mistakes. But together for, for over 31 years now that we've been married, yeah, you, you get something right. And and what we have certainly aligned ourselves, my wife and I, to do is, is have a, a home that's open, that's welcoming, that has love, that has support, and it's continuously changing, right? So back to answering your question, well, what do I do? This is what we do. This is what right. we do. And from that is an extension of all these other things, these experiences from the people who we cross paths with in our lives, in our home, as well as our audience that has taught us a few things. You know, I'll be the first one to tell you, I, you know, when I first made my cocktail, I did a shaker with a glass and a topper on it. I was holding it the wrong way. 
<laughs> you know, I didn't know that. I didn't know that because it was like the first, right? First or second video. Well, I was going to say, tell them that you don't, how much bar experience do you have? No, I have zero bar right, experience. Was, oh, yeah, we didn't know if you were a bartender or not. No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> zero. No, I'm not a professional mixologist. I'm a home tender hosting type of person. So, um, you know, I, I can make more than most people. Um, I had a friend of mine uh, just last night. He texted me. And he's, uh, he said for his, I think for one of his Christmas presents, his wife bought him a smoker and an online course, how to make two drinks. And he's nice. showing me what he was doing with it. I'm like, dude, all you do is FaceTime me. I'll show you how to do it. But the point is his wife has to buy him something like that because he's my age. We went to high school together, um, but he doesn't know, right? So so there's, there's this whole world people that just want to be enlightened a little bit and, and shared some sort of experience. And that's what social media, you know, affords all of us to, to take a small little nugget and piece from, from every place and, uh, you know, properly, uh, you know, apply it to your own world. I think that's funny because Liam and I were talking about it and we're like, we like watching the videos, man, but I don't know if I'd ever do it. Cause I don't know how to do it. You know, we, we see you guys smoking the glass, yeah. Where did that come from? What is smoking the glass? You know, that's just like the first question that we had. We like watching the videos. Yeah. And then I guess a follow-up question would be for, you know, us, us younger dudes getting out of college. How do we make that transition from getting faded off a pint of Smirnoff into making a, a Manhattan with, you know, your pops and, and yeah, enjoying yeah, that? Yeah. Well, it's funny. The smoke the glass thing came from several years, several years back. I went to a, a high-end bar. Uh, and by that, I mean, they were truly mixologists. They were, they were crafts, uh, crafts people, men and women at what they're doing, uh, ser serving drinks. And literally the guy pulled out a cedar board. He lit it on fire. He put a glass on top of it and put the flame out. I was like, wow. I said, <laughs> he wasn't even making me the drink. He was making someone else the drink. And I didn't know what was going in it. I just said that make two of those, right? right. Make me one, whatever the hell it is. And it turned out to be his own version of a, a, of a whiskey cocktail. I don't think it was a Manhattan, but he made that drink. I enjoyed it. And I immediately went home. I said, I gotta, I don't know where I buy a cedar board. I found the cedar board. I went to the supermarket. And to his point, some years later, dad make me a drink. That's how I make my Manhattans. That's how I've always made my Manhattan, Manhattan since I saw someone else do it. And Listen, does it change the profile of the drink? Not really. Does it make for an unbelievable presentation? Yeah. And who am I presenting it to? Myself. I, I did it for myself. I enjoyed it. Because anybody, you know, anybody can, you know, from any, anybody can make a sandwich. Well, but do you take the extra time and do something different with that sandwich? Do you try to put a different spread on it? Do you try to do a spread on top and a different spread on the bottom? And then do you throw a lettuce or a rube on there? Everyone has their own creativity. So for me, it was just, I saw it, I applied it, I did it. And yes, Smoke the Glass was born from, you know, from the first video. And then Johnny, how do you, how do you make the transition then from drinking a, a Bud Light seltzer to drinking these more mature drinks, dude? It depends, man. Like, so I won't go that extent, right? If I'm making a drink for somebody else, because now it's weird because people look at me as like, oh, Johnny drinks, make me a drink. And I'm like, I ain't, I'm in front of the camera. Like, I'm not the one smoking. <laughs> but I know how to make a cocktail now because of the page. So I do definitely appreciate a cocktail in a nice glass with some ice over, like, I will never put something in like a plastic cup anymore. Like, I really try not to. 
So for me, I'm definitely not there yet. I don't think our age dem really cares that much unless I'm really trying to impress somebody, maybe throw some smoke out there. But I think the transition is just learning how to make a very basic cocktail, um, mastering a couple of those and then making it for your friends, see how they like them. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the true gift of life, one of the gifts of life is understanding how to slow it down. And when you drink at a younger age, you drink for a purpose. You mm -hmm. want to get banged up. Okay. Right. I, I get it. You know, we, we've all been there. Um, but as you get older, you learn, well, I, I know if I have five drinks, I'm not doing anything tomorrow because right. I'm 50 years old and my body just doesn't take it the same way when you're 25. So you learn to pick and choose your battles when you, when you are good at it. And don't get me wrong, you could be 60 years old and make a mess out of yourself because you just, you know, you have to be reasonable. What, where the spirits of like whiskeys and scotches and bourbons come into play, they force you to enjoy them differently, right? You, you need to savor them. You need to appreciate them. You need something else to just maybe to distract you. Um, and it's sometimes as simple as uh, the sphere of ice that's in there or the little finish of garnish that's in there or the presentation that's in there, you know, things like that. So know, you guys, uh, you'll, you'll evolve. Both of you guys, you'll, you'll, you'll find it. Well, it's funny you say that because Liam's visiting me a couple of years uh, at Tennessee and he's, and what do you buy? Like a, a handle of scotch or something, dude? I thought you were like depressed or something. I was like, nah, dude, we're just going to go get a <laughs> O-pack or something. Why are you just drinking scotch on the rocks? I was like, dude. <laughs> This is just not the move right oh, now. Let's go. I had a question if he was depressed or something, but <laughs> a little bit more ahead of me, I guess. Yeah, I will. I'll ask you for, I guess, Johnny Jr. Um, or Mr. Jr. For like young entrepreneurs. And we, we see now that you've, I would say you're very successful at what you've done with the TikTok page and you've gotten some traction and people know, I'm sure if you walk down the street or something, people know who you are in that sense. But what's kind of your background in terms of, do you have any schooling? How did you even get into the, I guess, social media world and kind of take me through how you did that and maybe what's your vision to keep that going and learning more and more every day? Yeah, that, that's a great question, right? So I actually graduated from a smaller school in Jersey, Rowan University back in 2018. Um, and I actually started my own education technology platform out of college. So junior year, essentially think of it like an academic marketplace. So almost like an eBay, but for assignments. And now students can sort of upload their assignments, uh, upload their asking price and have students sort of bid on, uh, on helping one another. Right. So as we see where this could go, um, it was almost simultaneous where we were growing the TikTok page. So I saw the TikTok as an opportunity to market to my target demographic, which is college kids. Right. So it worked out really well in the beginning. Um, and we were like one of the top there's about half a million education apps and we were ranked like top 160 at one point. So it was really cranking, wow. which was good and bad, right? Because it was good because we had great numbers. It was bad because we couldn't handle it from our size and the capital that we had raised at the time. Things went south pretty quickly, um, as you could probably imagine with the type of platform we had and not a lot of, um, I guess, operations to handle things that could go wrong. Um, and so long story short, kids were scamming one another. Kids were getting in a lot of trouble um, and so I didn't feel like it was ethically going in the right direction. And I also felt like I was getting pulled from the Johnny drink side of things where I couldn't devote enough of my time to do this thing properly, right? I could have had it run, but it wouldn't have ran in the right way. So I had to shut that down or I guess freeze operations back in July of 2021, which is when 
the transition was super easy, right? Because I didn't have to like take a leap of faith. It was Johnny Drinks was already there. So the entrepreneurial mindset, I guess, has been there since I've been a little bit younger. I've always wanted to do something special, didn't know what it was going to be. And so for this, I was always intrigued by influencers and the creator space and how much money could be made. Um, didn't really have a niche for myself. So when I saw him as if like he's a, you know, a character that I didn't know my whole life, but when I identified like, hey, what we have is pretty special, I wanted to run with it, right? Because I could give myself a lot of credit, but at the end of the day, without him, I wouldn't have been anywhere, right, with, with myself. So again, I identified that, um, really took advantage of being able to do it on my own type of thing where there's two of us. So I can manage almost our company as the manager. So when I get on phone calls, companies will ask me all the time, like, hey, where does your you know marketing background come from? And for me, I'm like, there is no background. It's kind of just, I understand things a little bit differently. I see this thing as we are your advertisers, right? We've built up a fantastic page, but if we're going to promote your liquor, I'm going to do it in a way that's not just a cash grab, right? right. We are a partnership. I want to make sure that you're seeing the results. So transparently, you come back to us. Right. You know what I mean? I want this to be a long-term play. I want to have a, a genuine impact on you know the scale of your, your company. Right. I mean, and the authenticity of that is really important to both of us, right? You guys have watched us. If, if I drink a seltzer and I don't like it, I'm going to tell you I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> and on a scale of one to ten, it's thumbs up, you know, thumbs up or thumbs down. So um, there's no middle mincing things up. Um, and you know, listen, we we are a formidable team for a lot of reasons, right? We're father son. Yeah, check the box. Um, but and I'm at a, an age and a place where I can afford to do this stuff and not feel compromised by anybody putting money in front of me. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna own. No one's gonna own me for a spot ad page, whatever it might be. It's not worth it. And um, so, to me, there's a, a greater value proposition to those people care enough to you know check that they liked us or follow us or make a comment. You know, I feel an obligation back to them to be consistent, if nothing else. You know, don't always get it right. We make plenty of mistakes um, and, you know, but that's okay. You, you should make mistakes and there's nothing that's, you know, perfect. There's perception, right? Which is some of this. And then there's reality of what we have to show up every day. You know, when we wake up, do our thing and you get something's right. It's not, like I said, sometimes it's right. Sometimes you, you figure it out along the way. So yeah, with, no. the, with the, uh, the platform, I guess now being as big as it is, is the next step then instead of going maybe searching for these companies to come and promote on your page like a Bud Light Seltzer or whatever it is, do you have a vision of maybe creating your own drink? Because I think if you have your own drink, then I would go and buy it, at least try it once or twice, right? Yeah. So in there, and if it's anywhere halfway decent, which it probably would be, I'm probably hooked for life. You know, I go to a liquor store, I'm going to go and and get the Johnny drinks liquor, right? Yeah, get so off is that scotch, dude? Yeah. So is yeah. that kind of your vision for maybe thinking about getting into your own kind of liquor, or even I guess I know the seltzers are hot right now, but something like that. Yeah, I mean, look, the answer obviously is yes. Like down the road, and eventually we do want to solidify ourselves and have a brand that we can attach ourselves to or start something from scratch. The the whole thing that I'm pretty big on is like opportunity cost, right? What I'm doing now, what could I be doing instead? And so. For us, yeah, look, we've been doing it for two years, which is very, it's not a lot of time at all. 
brand deals are great, right? What I, what that allows us to do is we're working with startups or, or mid-level companies having, a, we're doing the best part of it, right? But we're promoting, we're promoting and getting paid to do it. So for us now to take the leap of faith and say, Hey, let's go start an, our own company. You're adding on a lot of, I don't want to say unnecessary pressure and stress, but you have a good thing going. So the last thing that I and, and we would want to do right. is deter ourselves from that to go start something when we don't really need to, right? We're in a great place right now. So I'm sort of letting things happen as they do. But as far as like jumping into something and then leaving the brand deals aside, um, I, I don't think we would, we would do that, right? Like we, we've identified, yeah, we've identified that we're really, really good at helping brands grow. And, and honestly, from like a fulfillment standpoint, that feels awesome, right? To know that like Johnny Drinks was the top level influencer that they had in their campaign and they're coming back for more. It's a great feeling. Yeah. All good. Yeah. yeah, let's uh yeah, that's a great question because we've never really understood. I guess you you look at the Nelk boys or something like that. They had their happy dad seltzer or whatever. Um, they kind of start from scratch, you know, they taste like different things. You just never know if you're I don't know how it works if you're starting from tasting a million different things or if you're like picking a liquor that just isn't out yet. Like I, there's is it two different is I don't even know. Do you guys know how that works? Well, actually, I'm, I'm happy. Brought, it's, I don't know if I, I probably described that terribly, but no, no, no. I, I, you, your your question. I'm happy you brought up the Nelk Boys because yeah. I think the Nelk Boys have done the best job from like an influencer marketing standpoint than any brand out there right now. So, again, they're in a market where it's extremely saturated. Their flavors are pretty basic. They have a little bit of a differentiator in terms of like no more skinny can bullshit. I get what they're trying to do, and it makes a lot of sense. But the reason why they're so successful is they've job allocated the work that they don't want to do to somebody else, right? So you see the three of them as the face. I can right. almost guarantee they're not creating the flavors. They're not in the warehouses, you know, slapping labels on. Right. They're doing their job very well, right? They're showing up to the reveals, the specific liquor stores. They're promoting it online. So for them, it was a little bit of a layup or, you know, you have to assume it's a layup because they have people begging to work with them. And so that's the situation we're in. Like I'm not, and, and we're not going to take something on alone. We have great people that are trying to do this with us. We know our place as far as we're the influencers, we're the marketers. We're going to do our best to make sure this brand is known by as many people as possible. We need people behind us that are going to make sure they do everything else. Right. Right. Okay. That's great. Clarks. Yeah. We just, we just didn't know. Uh, let's talk. I know you guys have mentioned, you know, you're trying to expand the brand. It's not just Johnny drinks. It's, you know, that's the bit that's what people view you guys as, but right. You're doing other things, life advice, real estate. Let's get into real estate. Cause I know you guys are kind of pushing that a little bit. Um, and Mr. Senior or John, wh what do you do as a job? What, what is your background? Are you in mortgages? Are you in real estate? And then what is, what is the whole real estate advice and classes that you guys are trying to do right now? Okay. So the, the answer, uh, full-time is mortgage financing 30 years, but, but I am in real estate because at an early age, having been in the mortgage business uh, 25 years old, you know, you learn to, at least in my, in my mind, you know, stay in, stay in your lane, right? My lane was mortgage and real estate. And while my friends that were financial guys um, trying to pass their series seven and get into, you know, wall street and buy stocks and do all that stuff, that was their lane. And, they professed that that was the way to make money. Um, and it's, it's very similar to today, right? So history just repeats itself. Mm -hmm. Today, you have a lot of people that think, oh, I'm going to invest. I'm going to day trade. I don't care if it's crypto. I don't care if it's blue chip. But there's people that are convinced, no, no, no. I'm going to make my money that way. Go ahead. You can make money that way. 
I like things that I can touch. I like a house. I like a roof over my head. I like being able to say to a family member who needs help, go live in my house. Mm-hmm. These are all things that have happened over the, the, you know, the mass of time that I've been involved in real estate and the homes that I've owned and still own. So my portfolio in larger part is in real estate and my profession in mortgage finance and just facilitates it all easier. It makes me understand it easier. And I can look at, you know, I could do a return on investment. I can see what a house is worth. I know what it is to renovate a house, to do all that stuff. And there's a lot of, you know, uh, you know, trunks uh, or branches, I should say to the, the tree of real estate that you can go off on those branches. Um, but at the end of the day, real estate is something that is a real good, solid place to put your feet on the ground with. And, and it's, and it's an individual thing. So if you like that idea and you want to get closer to it, um, I'm going to share some information, just how to prepare yourself on the next super peer content that we have on the 19th. We're going to just talk about, what is it? 17th. Oh, 17th. We're going to prepare how to get ready. He wanted to buy a house. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until we ran his credit that we found something that had happened years ago that he really didn't know about. Right. And it's nothing major, but it's like most people that go through college and you, you could dismiss a, oh, a, a campus parking ticket. Eh, what's, mm-hmm. the, what's the big deal? It's never going to catch up to me. Uh, or you could dismiss a utility bill. Ah, what's the big deal? It's never going to catch up. Oh, what's the big deal? You can go through that and you guys can do it in your own mind. Anyone who's gone to school knows what I'm talking about. Well, guess what? It catches up. Something right. really simple, maybe not all of them, but one of them will catch up. And then all of a sudden you'll have this silly little $200 collection. Mm-hmm. You know what that does? That makes your credit score 600 or 625. Right. And like, what? Whoa, that's not fair. I, I didn't right. know about that. Yeah, you didn't know about it because you kept moving. And you went, oh, <laughs> you're going to run away from it. All right. So, so guess what? It's it's fine. We we all have to evolve, but it's things like that that I just want to bring to the the forefront for young people who may not be ready today, but they want to be ready in a year or two years from now or three years from now. I don't care what it is, but. You, you, there's a misnomer about credit and credit drives the bus hard. It drives the bus. And so you can go to myfreefico.com and you know think you have great credit. That's only one little piece. There's other components to it. So you got to be careful what you, you think and you perceive your situation to be when otherwise we'll talk more about it on the you know, super peer. You guys should come, man. We'll get you a link. Yeah, yeah no, we'll, we'll sure. definitely check it out because yeah, I, just, I think, yeah. I, I think we're, I know I'm at an age, I know Liam, you're a couple years older and Liam's mom has been in real estate and Liam, I know you just got your license as well, but oh, at good. 20, at 25 at our age, people are either, you know, making out on Broadway, buying homes, getting married or living at their parents' house. We don't really know what's going on. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. I think that's something that I've been thinking about. Um, and I, a lot of other people our age are thinking about and just when you say credit, like my credit line went up another 500 bucks. I'm like, yes, nice. now I got to pay a lot more money. You know, I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> dang. So it's, it's definitely like a, a life balance for sure. Yep. So that was, yeah, that's yep. awesome to see. We'll show up. Liam, you got anything just, on that? You're the real yeah, estate guy. I was going to say, I just finished up my real estate stuff, but what are these classes that are you teaching and how can other people get into and stuff like that? Yeah. So he he's saying super peer, super peer is 
uh, a separate platform. Think of it almost like a Zoom and a live session met, right? So this is our, we still go live on TikTok and on YouTube, but this is our chance to really get exclusive um, with our members. So you sign up as a member, it's a nominal fee. Um, sometimes it's free, right? You can kind of just, I think what happens is if it's free, there's like a limited amount of things you could do while you're on a live session, like come up on stage and stuff like that. But the real reason behind it is we wanted to make this as exclusive as possible for people that are genuinely interested in things like this, right? So for example, Liam, if you wanted to come and you had a question that you knew that we couldn't get to on a regular live session, we'd call you up on stage, which is virtual, just like this. You would ask your question and we would have this conversation for the audience to listen to, right? So they may have had the same question type of thing. Right. So that's why we're on Superpeer. Um, we felt like it was a platform that was number one, super easy to use. I love the UI. Um, but number two is our chance while meeting up in person is is a little harder right now to really get personal with the people that you know want to. Right. And is gotcha. that like is that like a weekly thing that you guys do, daily thing? What's the what's your kind of schedule for that? It's so we go live, like again on, on TikTok, YouTube. I would say once a week, maybe once every other week. This is gonna be more of like a once a month thing. Um, but we will be sending like newsletters out so people can res- people can respond and then you know message me personally or message him personally so once you're in this community you get sort of access to us um pretty much whenever but yeah i would say about once a month we want to do these things yeah that's like that's our goal it almost it almost reminds me like a clubhouse app 100 yeah you're just coming in cool deal man we got uh we got the boys johnny drinks on dash radio man to man chatting it up with us uh super excited to be sitting down with these guys man these guys are awesome we are just going to do some quick shooters, guys. You know, we got some life questions here, life advice. Give uh, our listeners a, a bit more of a chance to learn about your personality and things like that. Pretty much short answers, whatever comes to mind first. Just let us hear it. First question, what's the easiest cocktail to make for beginners? Vodka. <laughs> vodka and, and, and shake it. Va- just straight up vodka and shake it. <laughs> well, that's a martini. martini. I mean, that's a martini. So if you put With a couple vodka- olives. You put, oh, okay, now you're getting complicated. That's gin. That's gin, isn't it? But no, okay, so you could do a vodka martini or a gin martini. And you said the simplest. Pour it in a, in a shaker, shake it up, gets nice and cold, pour it in a glass. Now, that's a martini. Now, whether you garnish it with olives or an onion or a twist of lemon or a twist of orange rind, that's up to you, but that, that gets a little bit more complicated. You know why? Because right. you actually have to have an orange, an olive, a lime, something in your refrigerator. So, um, but that's the simplest cocktail. Um, okay. So. We just didn't know, man. We didn't know. We'll try oh, it. We got to yeah. get a shaker, though. We got to get a shaker. I don't know if, uh, if you, you have a glass, <laughs> put, a glass put your hand over it. Okay. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the favorite one that you guys have made? What cocktail? What drink? I love the I love the smoke Manhattan. It's just like I said earlier in the story explanation. It's my it's my smoke Manhattan. I love it. Like for you guys, and this is like the one thing that I got into when I go to a bar that has a nice cocktail uh, setting. I'll get a gimlet, which is just the, either gin or vodka gimlet. It's just straight up. Oh right. You know, lime lime juice, a little bit of simple syrup, and gin, and they shake it up, put it in martini glass. Really simple. Uh, tastes really good. Low on the calories, so that's uh, that's my go to. Did we did we ask about smoke the glass? No, we don't have that in here. What what's the significance of smoking the glass? Is it just add that that smoke, obviously the smoky flavor to it. Is that it? Yeah. Well, we touched on it before. I told you how I was introduced to it. I was at a bar and I saw someone doing it. Um, but the 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 true value and impact that smoking the glass, it's presentation. And 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 when you lift it, 
and you put your cocktail in it, you'll get your first sip. You'll you'll smell whatever it was. Yeah, you'll smell whatever it was you were burning, whether it's cedar or some chips of you know, whatever you want to put on there. Okay. You, that's it's presentation. It looks cool. You know, you can get really high end um, and, and smoking in a dome, and, and there's a whole bunch of other ways of kicking that up a notch, which again predominantly is just for presentation. What's the uh, what's the best advice that you guys have received so far? This is gonna be life advice. This is gonna be making drinks. What best advice? We'd love to hear it. You guys are awesome with that. The best advice that we've received and given. Okay. Well, what was the best? What's some of the things you. He's growing there. The role yeah. from our audience. From our, I, I guess. Yeah, that's that's tough. I, I think for me is like just have an extremely open mind to learning. You know, like I, I've been. I guess this is like humbling, but it's also at the same time the opposite of humbling, right? Because now you're sort of praised that these influencers and people throw stuff at you. But for me, it's like, like I know, I know the lifespan of an influencer is relatively short, one to two years. I know I don't want to be that statistic, right? So I want to do whatever I can to learn from people that are doing it extremely well and for a very long time. So I guess that's, uh, you know, that's my, um, I guess, life advice. And, and I can, uh, I can agree with that. There's been again, plenty of feedback from our audience in, in the same vein and space that uh, it's humbling, right? So people are going to remind you of, of things that you do well and where you're relevant, and then they're going to call you out on things that they either perceive to be not as authentic. And, and sometimes they're, they're, they're accurate, right? Sometimes, you know, you just can't pretend and pull it off. So um, that's definitely a good takeaway. And as far as something that I would share with anyone who's listening at any age, the sooner you learn to slow the game down, the better off you become. The sooner you embrace that it's okay that things take time, the better off you'll be. The sooner you figure out to stay in your lane and good things are gonna come, the better off you are, all right? The unfortunate, place that I've seen a lot of my friends, even still today, and I, I see it in young people, everyone wants, how can I make money? How do I make money? Mm-hmm. Tell me, give me, come on, how do I do it? Well, it's not easy. It's never easy. And it's, it doesn't come without true, you know, 3G, right? Grit plus grind equals greatness. It doesn't come any other way. Don't fool yourself. And, and, and those young people today that are having a good run, um, that feel like, oh, I'm making money and I'm just clicking buttons on my phone or on my computer, look at all the money I'm making, it's four quarters. There's a yeah. lot of time left. So just be mindful, stay the course, stay on the road, know you're staying in your lane. And again, slow the game down. That's one of the, the, the more profound things that, you know, that I think I've learned from my peers growing up, as well as other people that I listened closely to. Um, and, and so it's not always just about well, what, what was your roadmap like? Just kind of walk me through some of the highs and the lows. I want to know from those who, who are successful, I want to know what you failed at. I, I want to know when you measure a failure, what, what was that? Because anyone can talk about the successful things that they did. Right. That's, that's like saying to a guy, uh, did you bet the games this weekend? Yeah. Did you win? Oh, yeah, you know, I, I broke even. Okay, you lost. And yeah. then and you only hear from them when they won. Well, no, tell me about your losses. Right. I want to lose. Right. I don't want to bet the way you bet. I don't want to, I want to, I want to learn from some of that. So 
You guys are beautiful, man. We appreciate it. I think Johnny, I was looking at a, I'm in a, I'm in between a ton of interviews right now, trying to get back into a little bit of something else, but I, I took passion, commitment and accountability from, I believe one of your episodes and uh, try to take that with me. So I appreciate that advice and just try to run by that, man. But man, you guys are awesome, man. We appreciate it. Um, we had a, a ton of other questions here, but I think we're run out of time. You guys are great. Uh, okay. uh, Johnny drinks on TikTok, man. We appreciate Dash for hosting us. Anything else that you guys just want to shout out on the channel real quick? Yeah, I'm coming down to Nashville. I'm coming to Nashville. We are, Get ready yeah, we'll for be, it. Everybody's we'll moving to Nashville, man. We'll no, 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 seriously. No, we are. Coming we'll, for two days. We'll I'm be there in, uh, in May. Second week of May, we'll be there. Yeah. So okay. if you guys got something out on we'll the strip up. there, you want to kind of meet up or you guys want to yeah. set it up, you... Keep that in mind and we'll be there. We'll pop in. I don't know if you do anything like a live podcast or yeah. Put, right on Broadway. We put a, put a table right up on the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a table out on the corner. We'll steal some time for a little while, whatever you want to do. Are you guys just coming for leisure? Yeah. Uh, bachelor party, but yeah, yeah. leisure. All right. Should have guessed, man. That was what's second yeah. guess. <laughs> uh, Nashville's a beautiful place, man. Everyone's moving here. We love it. We certainly love it. We're living in the crane of cities right now, but it's only going to get better and better. Oh, but, well, yeah, yeah, of course. We have, yeah. uh, we had a great time with Nashville. Yeah. Uh, we found out our, our 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 audience must really live predominantly somewhere in that area in Nashville. We walk, we couldn't walk down the street, and people were like, "Yo, just really, come yeah." It was unbelievable. That's awesome, That's yeah. awesome man. More yeah. more in Nashville than anywhere else. Maybe they probably. just like to drink too too much so. in Nashville. Man. These guys are degenerates out here, man. These guys are yeah. <laughs> All might good. see uh might see Morgan Wall on down here. So that's what all the, the ladies are looking for down. I'm not Morgan Wall, don't even look like him, so I'm out of the game. But uh <laughs> guys, we appreciate it again. Thanks for Thank taking you. time out of your busy regiment and talking with us. Johnny drinks to a million followers, man. These guys are awesome. Go check them out if you have not yet. Gentlemen, appreciate taking the time. Enjoy the rest of your day, rest of your week. Yep. Yeah, okay, Thanks, for having us. Thanks, Andy. Thank you guys. All righty, the boys. Johnny Drinks, man. Go check him out on TikTok. All social media is at Johnny Drinks. Uh, at John Rondi. You'll find those guys wherever, man. Those are, I mean, it was great chatting with those dudes. Um, great. Father-son duo, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to be a son, you know? Learning a lot, be- man. You learned a lot from that episode. Not only how to uh, maybe start getting away from killing pints of alcohol, but yeah, yeah. we're also, you know, they have some options of learning into, you know, the real estate financial world. And then just just life advice, you know, just how that interview ended. It was pretty much just a, a good overall hidden on all the topics that kind of just make up people's lives. So I, I, I told you this and now I'll say it again, right as that interview ended a lot more relatable than I, you know, planned that going into after interviews. I know we sometimes say like, you know, sometimes they're really, really good. Sometimes they're like, OK. This one, really, really good, but also really, really, like for me and you, I guess our demographic, very relatable. So that's kind yeah. of my final thoughts. So I, I liked it. Well, so you were calling him Mr. Senior, dude. Mr. I, I Senior started, and I started that, Mr. Yeah. Senior and Mr. Junior, man. That's how he had to do it. Nah, those guys are awesome, man. Like I've been saying the entire interview, keep up with those dudes, man. Sharp head on their shoulders for sure. Younger dudes killing it. Little entrepreneur, man. He's a stud. He's our age. He's got a good father and, and uh, he's got some good knowledge going there, man. We'll have to go hang out with the boys in Nashville when they come here. But yeah, man, appreciate you guys rocking with us, man. Thanks for uh, thanks, Dash, for hosting us today. Anything else, dude? I was, I guess, what? Danny, Johnny Drinks. Next week, we got Spencer Sutherland. Uh, look him up on TikTok at Spencer Music. 
And then after that, to cap off February, Arden Jones. I feel like I'm, I should be teasing these, but I'm not. I'm just excited. The entire month of February includes interviews for our lifestyle episodes. And it's pretty much how we're rocking it nowadays, dude. So, you know, people don't got to listen to us for 55 minutes straight on these, right? People do like to hear from, you know, other people and their fan bases like to, to hear what they, you know, might not get on yeah. a daily basis. So I like it. I don't want to hear myself talk anymore, dude. You ready to get out of here? Let's go. All right, namaste. I'm a nomina namaste. I'm out oh, you, here. you can namaste. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me nom. I'm gonna namaste. Appreciate you guys, man to man podcast on all socials. Appreciate the love. I'm a namaste. These fools out of here. Namaste. Namaste to you. Pacing nation. What? Get out of here. Gets the burning. Lean back on the bourbon. So as hell can't keep blaming on you. Looks like I'm learning the hard way again. It's all my fault. Yeah, I dropped the ball. You're gone and I'm gone. Three seats to the wind. Stankin' about all I've wasted on you. All of this time and all of this money. All of these sorries I don't owe you, honey. All of these miles on this Chevy and present a few. All them days I spent wasted on you. Wasted on you. Like I'm learning the hard way